Hello and welcome to our podcast, What Makes Them Tip? Innovations that change everything, where we hear from business leaders and entrepreneurs about the moment, insight, or inspiration that made everything possible and ultimately push them over the tipping point. I'm Mike Strada, founder and CEO of Arcalea, where we inspire business change by introducing data science, formal analytics, and provide implementation from marketing. Moneyball for growth-oriented businesses, we say success is now a science. Stay with us, and at the end of the show, we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in the industry. And with that, let's get started. Hello, and welcome to What Makes Them Tip, innovations that changed everything. I'm Jeff, and once again, I'm here with the privilege of talking to amazing people who are truly innovating in their particular entrepreneurial space, and it's a chance to hear their stories. Well, today's guest has extensive experience with application architecture and on-demand computing, who founded DBSync over 12 years ago and still leads its success today as CEO. Please welcome Rajiv Gupta. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeff. Glad to be here. Oh, we are so grateful that you took the time to talk to us today. Uh, the first thing I want to ask right off the gate, uh, can you give us kind of an overview, uh, a bird's eye view of what, what it is that you guys do at DBSync? So DBSync is a cloud SaaS business application integration, replication, and backup uh, company. So what we do is, as businesses are adopting SaaS applications like Salesforce, very popular, or even QuickBooks Online, or NetSuite, when they adopt these applications, there's a need to integrate them with other best of breed applications or you know, get the data out of these SaaS applications. You can't really run a SQL query or download a file. It's hidden behind the API, so we make it very easy. And then from a regulatory standpoint, we even back up archive in case somebody does mass delete of data in Salesforce, we will be able to recover it. So everything, data management around SaaS business application, um, be it integration, backup, recovery, replication, we do it all. And tell me a little bit about uh, how you got started. Like what I know that you've uh, co-founded some other uh, businesses in the past as well. Yeah. Tell me a little about about your entrepreneurial journey. Like how did you know you wanted to take an entrepreneurial path? Well, so it's a long story. So everything started way back and. 2001, 2002, my wife actually started this, but much before I did, as I was working for GE at that time and then a couple of others. So she started off, um, we were expecting our first baby and she quit her job and then they said, well, come back in. And then we said, well, she's going to be only a contractor. And they said, well, start up a company and just join us. We desperately need you. So that's actually a gift to my wife. And um, she came in and then we started off as a staffing company. And this is way back 2001, 2002 timeframe. And slowly we evolved and uh, we, we went like Inc. 500 and consulting Avankia, which is my first company. And uh, around 2007 and eight, we stumbled in with uh, Salesforce.com. One of our clients, were, they were implementing it. And uh, I, my wife said, well, right, you look at this and see what is going on. This is something way cool. And I looked at it like, wow, this is something. And at that time, I think Salesforce was like five, six, five hundred million dollar company. You know, fairly small, big enough, but not as big as they are now. And something clicked and said, you know, this is something worth betting on. 
And we said, you know, let's shut down all our consulting thing. We were getting tired of doing some of those. And let's uh, get into building products and seeing what, where this goes. And we had no clue. I don't think the industry knew <laughs> much what, what was going on at that time with the, in the early days. So literally, we were like explorers. We were throwing things on the dart, saying what would stick. And right around that time, Salesforce, uh, was they were starting their incubation program, the first one. And they, you know, it so happened, I was there and they said, well, let's go you know, present to us. So what do you think? And literally, I had 10 very different ideas that I pitched. And they accepted us. I'm like, well, come on on board. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll say, hey, see what you guys cook up. And um, I spent a, about a year with them. And uh, we tried many things. And I would say most of my experiments had failed. But two of them actually worked. Uh, Target Recruit and DB Sing. And we built it up. And around 2010 timeframe, we spun those off. Along with DB Sing and Target, my, my wife started running Target Recruit. I started running DB Sing. Targeted could grew faster than DB Sync, and then we exited out of it three years back. We sold it to a PE company, and now my focus is to build out DB Sync, um, and then go through it. So that's kind of quick shot. Yeah, but yeah, there, there was a lot of exploring and just going in and trying things out. Uh, there's a saying: you know, one in ten companies succeed. Right? You must have heard this. Sure, sure. Many times. Uh, so I said, well, let's start 10 companies. One will succeed, right? So <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of our story so far. Uh, we continue to experiment quite a bit. Every year we try to throw a couple of darts and see what sticks uh, within our product line. That's how we come up and innovate. And uh, that's how you know, we started off with replication, cloud workflow. Now we are doing backup. Within the product, we started innovating and solving in new ways. Uh, within the company, but it's a lot of throwing and experimenting, judging like where the industry is going. I would say I'm, I'm wrong most of the time, but even if I'm right once, yeah. that is worth a shot. That's interesting. So tell me a little bit about some of those uh, experiments that failed. So, uh, or at least that experience, not necessarily the actual experiment, but um, I guess what is what is your uh, motivating factor when you're putting these things together, uh, how do you stay motivated when, you know, something that you're trying is not working uh, in order to get to that one that does? Well, so the way I build those 10 different darts was basically from a pain point. You know, we were struggling with that. I said, let me cook it up. My, bro- my background is with new product introduction. Uh, that's what I did for GE and other uh, other companies. So I was always in that book. Uh, that part of the world, I enjoyed doing it. So, uh, you know, one of the first one was uh, uh, SSWrite is a, you know one of my failures. And we built that because we were recruiting because we were in consulting space and staffing space. We were recruiting a lot of them, uh, folks. And recruiting is a long process, especially if you're trying to you know, interview hundreds of people. So I built a software that would automatically assess your skill and staff. The biggest drawback when I launched that, I mean, I had a software and it launched, I couldn't sell it. Mm. And it took me a long time to figure out how to sell. I mean, I got my MBA and all, and that kind of changed my mindset. But I remember going, pitching it to a fairly large company, and it was like two hours of boring presentation where I kind of described each button, how it worked. <laughs> so 
uh, when I look back, I laugh at myself like, geez, is that me really? Um, but uh, you know, for me, building products out of my pain points is pretty, and that's how Target Recruit was born because we had a pain point. We were running a staffing uh, division and we said, you know, what do we know best? We know staffing and we hated the software that we used. So we built it on top of Salesforce with the way we wanted and we showed it to many other people and they all liked it because it came from a pain point. Uh, we started off with uh, Salesforce replication as background on data integration and replication. So I built those and everyone liked it. You know, like QuickBooks integration, we are the top ones. Actually, Intuit embeds our uh, product within QuickBooks desktop, the diamond version. So uh, we, it was our pain point because we were using QuickBooks at that time and we knew this pain point. Like, let's solve mm -hmm. this for ourselves first. And then let me show it to someone else. And like, oh yeah, this is exactly what I pain I have. And then kind of took to cough. Yeah. Was it difficult um, when you're just getting started uh, to kind of establish that credibility and get people to take seriously what you've created? Yeah, so the one that I said, is this right, that I tried, I had no marketing plan, I had a product. I could do it and I did it. And then when I started working with Salesforce, I said, you know, one of the ways, there are many ways, you have a lot of funding and all. The best way I found, and I tell everyone, is to co-brand yourself or associate yourself with the larger brand. And we did it with Salesforce, and that was a great partnership we had. And give a lot of credit to them for us getting started. So if you're no name, try, try to partner with someone with a bigger name, plug that, your solution within that ecosystem, grow in, and then you know, you, you, at some point you'll be big enough to be your own brand. Yeah. So that's kind of my thinking. If you're a standalone, if you're trying to build another CRM, for example, then you'll have to think about different strategies. But in my case, most of the time I ended up associating myself with a larger brand, and then uh, that kind of helped. Yeah. What do you enjoy most about being an entrepreneur? I experimenting. <laughs> yeah, so I don't have a boss. I'm the boss man. Actually, my boss is all my customers. I got to listen to them. Otherwise, sure. they're going to fire me. Um, the, the ability to look at the market and think, you know, geez, this is the problem. Let's try it and go do it. Um, as entrepreneurs, we don't get promotions. Right, I mean, you kind of have to build out your own promotion in a in a sense. Uh -huh. uh, and to me, that is through trying different experiments, trying to solve some problems for the customers, and kind of expanding the product line. Because if you expand the product line, you have new go-to-market strategy to think about, and a lot of other things that comes as a baggage, building out teams around it, and so forth. So that's fun. I mean, uh, that's quite exciting for me. And I'm an angel investor myself. I have invested in a couple of startups. I try to help them. So I'm always in that mode trying to help, help them figure out. Yes, don't think just about the technology. Think about how you're going to market it. Because if you can't market it, you'll, <laughs> the technology really doesn't matter yeah. anymore. What, what, what's one of the key ways that you guys uh, use to go to market with your product? As I said, I mean, I associate myself with a larger brand, in this case, Salesforce or Microsoft or Intuit. Um, I have built up the, uh, go through the market channels that they have developed, leverage those, and then build from there. So uh, I'm a big proponent of these marketplaces and 
partnering with these big brands to take it to market. Yeah. So I've, uh, I think in the first company that I did, uh, all the other ones, uh, um, I figured out the equation on how to partner and expand. Yeah. How do you distinguish yourself from competitors who might be doing something similar? Yeah, and there are many, many. If you know Salesforce, everyone kind of knows Salesforce.com and their huge ecosystem. Uh, so, you know, uh, when somebody said, you know, you got to you know, literally point out, like, focus, go. If you don't have enough money, you have to take one or two really small segments and really focus hard. And that's something we did. And uh, that's what I look at in you know, like data integration space. There's a dime a dozen companies. There's a pretty expanded field but we realized that most of them do really well integrating one or two applications or you know, somebody that's really good with big data and all uh, we do really good with small business order to cash automation that's narrow as that and uh, that's how we go you know, we go in and we win a really small segment of the market but we're not where we are number one or two in the world and I, I can say with you know with CRM integration with QuickBooks, for example, we are number one or two in the world. Uh, we we get a lot of inbound calls. Same thing with data replication, backup archive. We're looking at these very narrow niches. Uh, the other company, recruiting company that we built, we had a very narrow niche around only staffing, and then we even went narrower with staffing within the subsegment, and then we go win those. So I'm a big proponent of those. And, uh, and a lot of entrepreneurs come like, can I do this? And can I do this? I always say, you know, you can do it because you need to survive, but you got to get quickly to that focus area. The more you focus, the better you get. And I've seen that happen. Yeah. What, uh, what are you most excited about for the future of your company, of DBSync? Well, we have been growing pretty well, even during COVID, which is a very rough time. I have a big part of my team in India, and they're going through a really rough time right now. Um, but you know, hopefully that passes away. Uh, we have a very strong pipeline of um, customers looking for us. Uh, we have ventured into the backup archives. So initially, we were just integrating and replicating now we're actually storing data in data lakes. And that is very interesting because you can do very intelligent stuff with it. And data is the new oil, as they say. And uh, if you have data, I can do some interesting mining, data mining for you. And one of the things that we do with Salesforce data replication is I can tell which sales rep is most productive or most active in a day. And that's something you can't get off a Salesforce report. Hmm. And you can see um, their activities because every time they make changes to their data, for example, we have more knowledge of how it's changing than you know, uh, they would have. So we are very excited about the next phase of how we now are able to take data from customers and actually provide them a lot more intelligence. And it's a very seamless uh, uh, way of um, uh, presenting to them. You were talking about how, how do we build the product line and all. It's interesting. We So we have two segments that we sell to, you know, when it's the small businesses are small to mid-size and then there's the large businesses. Small businesses naturally want very easy solution. Click, 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 I'm done. Large businesses 
want professional services and you know big sick you know, so we flipped it around we started seeing small businesses where they're struggling with they can't have a click 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 and service them and we figured out a business model that we can make profitable be serving customers which have these requirements on the flip side we went to the enterprises and said look you have this backup replication traditionally you, you cost you so much uh, to get implemented if it was an IBM or SAP or whatever. But in, our, in this case, you can actually install it in one hour and be up and running. I'm like, wow, we have never thought of this. We sell our product which has no service component, which is you know, kind of unheard in the enterprise space. So we kind of flip the model and say, where are the opportunities and kind of differentiate it in both the segments. So yeah. that was fun. <laughs> what do you think has been the one of the most, uh, I guess, the the biggest tipping point for you as an entrepreneur that has led to the success that you guys have experienced thus far? So the, um, the best, uh, I think the change in my behavior from, you know, where I, uh, I could build software any day, I solve problems with software any day. So I got my MBA from Vanderbilt Owen School of Business. And that, I think, was the turning point where I started saying, really understanding that marketing is much more challenging than technology. Usually the perception is technology is more difficult. And then I realized, no, convincing someone to buy is so much more difficult than Mm. product. There's so many different things. I think that was uh, one turning point. And then the incubation with Salesforce we actually, you know, it was it so happened that it was within a year of me graduating and getting my MBA. I could really you put into practice a lot of the learning. I like like look, this actually would work, and that's how we started so many companies and reacting and focusing on uh, marketing more so than uh, that technology. But technology is very important. Technology, user experience, and all those. But you're focusing really on the market segmentation, messaging, and what really does the customer want what is their pain point how do we solve that that uh, the day i figured that that was more important my whole perception of how to run a business and how to take a a product market changed yeah and what if you what 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 are one or two things that you do differently now because of that marketing knowledge what what how do you so, uh, approach one of the it differently? Big is the user experience thing. So mm. when we look at it, you look at what is the user internally. We have you should be the products should be usable within one hour of you signing up. That is our internal goal, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the product goal is uh, you know, the enterprise. When we spoke about DBAs and others using our product, initially they would say, "Well, a change request will take two months." So our goal was we're like we're gonna build a solution where it will be zero DBA involvement, and they love that because they you know, they don't have to wake up in the middle of the line. So getting um, the user experience part uh, way baked into the initial thinking of it, we don't even touch code till we kind of scrub it out. Uh, I do a lot more market research nowadays uh, than before launch. That previously I would just do a gut feel and do it. Uh, but I've spent a lot more time researching the market and saying, where is that one hole gap that I can go uh, step in? Mm. Before we go, I do want to give you a chance to tell people how they can find you, your website, things like that, where they can get more information. 
Yeah, absolutely. So we are on the web on mydbsing.com, mydbsync.com. And you, you can find our contact, email, sales team, Twitter handle, um, all the information there. So Twitter is at mydbsync.com, uh, and so it's on LinkedIn. And our phone number is right there. Uh, reach out to us. There's a chat. You can reach out uh, from our web page through the chat. Uh, email us. Uh, contact us through social media, any way you feel like. Uh, we do have a great sales team and a marketing team responding to you. And usually we respond to any incoming request within 15 to 30 minutes at most. So you'll get a call back or an email back by, uh, from someone. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show and sharing with us today. We appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. Good talking to you. And thank you for listening to another episode of What Makes Them Tip, innovations that changed everything. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to our show, What Makes Them Tip, innovations that changed everything. If you're an entrepreneurial leader and you'd like to share the inspiration that changed everything in your business or venture, please visit arkalea.com slash guest and a small request. If you've liked this interview, please help us out by sharing this episode with a friend or on social with the hashtag Arkalea. You can also help us out right now by providing a review in your podcast player and a thumbs up or rating review would help a ton. We promise to read every word and it helps us improve a little bit each day. And while you're at it, please also subscribe because every week you're going to be inspired and learn from other leaders in bite-sized increments. Again, my name is Mike Strada. Let's connect either on social or stay up to date on all things business at arcalea.com. Thanks again for listening and thank you for being part of the over 99% of America's firms that make up the entrepreneurial community. Until next time.